and welcome. Thank you for showing up. First off, Happy New Year. You are listening to the Way John Taylor Podcast. Today is Sunday, January 9th, 2022. Out with the old deceptions and in with the new reality. That is the theme for today. We have so much to cover, and I am not even sure where to start. So, let's begin here. Um, If this is your first time here, and you are wondering what this is all about, head on over to our website. That is www.thepamphlet.net. That's T-H-E-P-A-M-P-H-L-E-T dot net. There, you will find access to the digital edition of the pamphlet, uh, stretching back to September of 2020, I think is when we started this thing. Um, That is our monthly publication, and it's about true history of our founding fathers, um, early colonial times, their history, uh, their struggle for liberty. Um, And this, this little thing of ours, which started out to be a little tiny... Um, tiny town publication has, has gone to all 50 states and, and 49 countries now. And it's pretty cool that people around the world love liberty. And that's how this got started. And, and I just do a podcast on the side and talk about real world things and, and sometimes history and, and a little bit of everything. But we believe that the solutions of today uh, can be found through understanding that history. And we use sources like journals and letters, uh, military orders, um, what else is popular? Oh, pamphlets, newspapers, uh, broadsheets, which were kind of like, I guess, big posters, uh, for lack of a better word. Um, and we believe that by using those documents or genealogical things or, or any sort of sources that, that can be corroborated or original that we can find, um, we believe that using those, we, we get to understand their history and and their story has a lot of relevance to the, the tyranny and, and oppression of today. Uh, their understanding of, of liberty is is crucial and critical to, to understanding our, our struggles today. But anyway, that's that's what we talk about. And uh, but that's not what we're talking about today. We've got uh, quite an exciting show ahead of you today, and we're going to be talking about the uh, the Joe Rogan interview with Dr. Malone and the movie Don't Look Up, and uh, we'll get right into that uh, right after this. All right, welcome back. Hey, thank you for sticking around. Thank you for even showing up. This is, <clears throat> there's a lot to get into, and I will I will try and condense this. Um, but please stick with me, and uh, let me know what you think when you get through it. And if you like it, please, please share it. And once again, thanks again for showing up. Wow, without further ado, let's, let's get right into it. So... Uh, you know what? If you want a mind-blowing experience, watch the entire Joe Rogan interview or podcast with uh, Dr. Malone. And it's like three and three hours, 20-something on. It's like three and a half hours, basically. And then follow that up 
with watching the uh, the movie uh, Don't Look Up. I think it's on Netflix. Um, <laughs> I think your mind will explode with the, the implications and, and keys and gears that that starts grinding in your head. Um, let me, I don't know, let me summarize this a little bit and, and see if we can start that way. So in, in this movie, Don't Look Up, um, uh, and, and let me tell you, it's, it's got a lot of uh, big name actors in it and, and really, really nicely done. I have a lot of nice things to say about the show. Um, <clears throat> but let's consider that, that, that the darling actors the left wanted to create a movie about how ignorant people really are to climate change. And, and they did that by making an apocalyptic movie. And, and in short, it's about a comet that's going to, to hit Earth, and nobody believes it until it's too late. Um, ultimately, mankind's chances are, are wasted throughout the movie by greed of, of mega corporations and elite um, who, who truly want to control it all, from the narrative to all the wealth to whatever they can get. If there's a buck to be made out of it, then that's, you know, the, 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 the rudder of the ship, so to speak. Um, but, but interestingly enough, what this movie really did was expose what many of us really already knew. I don't know. Let's see. Where do I go from here? So, so in this country or in this movie, um, a, a sizable portion of of this country, our country, it, they're they're ignorant, they're lazy, uh, they they don't know the truth. If they if it, well, if I hit them on the head with a comet, um, everybody's in for for sale in the halls of power to the, to the highest bidder, and and sometimes you don't have to bid that high to get somebody to just turn their distraction to 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 money. Uh, their selfish fixation on the distractions of pleasure and and delusional realities, all in the name of of power and and controlling public opinion, are it, it's crazy. But a lot of it is is so true. Um, the the public is is smothered in their their every desire in this show. Um, as every data point about their entire existence is known to the overseers, even <clears throat> even their projected how they're going to die, and and these overseers keep the populace drugged through you know oh you got depression take this or you know they just want to keep them happy uh, or docile I guess is another word. Um, these these puppet masters of the left painted a picture of how they manipulate the people, and and they tried to sell it as as how the right manipulates people. Now, don't get me wrong; both sides manipulate people, but the right do it differently. And it's interesting trying to see the left trying to describe how the right might manipulate people when the only way they can do it is to show their own thought process, for lack of a better word. At least that's that's kind of my take on it. Now, if you watched that movie after absorbing the, the bombshell interview of, of Dr. Malone by, by Joe Rogan, uh, pieces of the past few decades suddenly start coming together. But 
But for the sake of brevity, before I get into that, let's let's talk about some fundamental facts right now that that various people from from many sides of the equation can can pretty much agree on. And, and I'm pretty sure that if you're listening to me, you you could probably agree on these two. But but let's take a take take a look at these. And these are our situ our our own situation today, our own society. See if you could agree with these these thoughts here that I've typed out here. See if I can read it here. So all right. All right, okay, let's see here. A sizable portion of the country is stuck in a virtual safe space while being drugged into submission for every conceivable natural state of humanity. There's a pill for not being in the mood, a pill for being sad, a pill to destroy life, and a pill for every condition, both real and imagined. If you don't like your life, you can escape from it and live obliviously in an alternate reality. Drugs and technology leach into our brains every day, and we are told it is for our own good. Billions, I mean billions, are are flowing into the coffers of the elite as their investments in pharmaceuticals and other corporate pushers of, of all pleasurable addictions and mindless entertainment draw humanity away from their core obligations of family, friends, and ultimately, the care of physical self. The ratio of people in this world who have contributed to the evil coffers of corruption by taking a pill or injection is at a, is an all, all-time high, I'd betcha. It's hard to find someone who did not have a chemical substance at all last year, even within our juvenile populations and, and hack infants. Can you think of someone who didn't have an injection last year of some type or a pill, whether it just be uh, for, for any reason? Most people in, in Western civilization have had some sort of substance pumped into their system. And especially in the past two, three, four years. You know, we're living in a, in a world right now where just throw chemicals into our system and trust whoever packaged them in a nice way, thinking, nah, well, can't be all that bad. But do you really think that these chemical companies that are packaging things in pills and serums that are pumped into our blood vessels have our best interest at mind? I don't know. A few years ago, I would have said sure, but now, no way. Let's talk about government. (laughs) Government's not interested in facts. It's interested in controlling the narrative. They, They constantly seek to control and manipulate the minds of the populace just so that they'll accept the the reckless incompetence of these robbers who who seize the power. I, I, these unelected bureaucrats that, that are really pushing the the strings, uh, they they have endless meetings upon e- meetings throughout the day about efficiency. And that actually cuts into real efficiency. That's that's how it was when I was in government, but but nowadays, I mean, heck, the, those meetings of about efficiency have been replaced by meetings of diversity and 
inclusion, safe spaces for all. So they forget about efficiency. They're not even talking about that anymore. Whatever happened to a government that's supposed to do something for people? I, and I remember when I was in government, there's all these retreats and travel to other regions to talk about how great everyone was, um, followed up by generous amounts of vacation and comp time. Um, and that's all been replaced by Zoom calls and pajama bottoms and suit tops and and three-day beards and messed up hair for, as standard for the earliest meetings. I mean, it, it's sad and it's sick, but I mean, people are literally like masturbating on their work calls and getting paid for it now. Uh, major news corporations are having prob- problems with this, but it's so hard to, to find people, I guess, that, that they struggle to even fire people when it's these public things come out. It, like it takes weeks or, or months to say, well, I don't, I don't know, maybe, maybe you had a good reason for doing things like that. It's it's so crazy what's become acceptable to to many of these corporations, but then what is unacceptable? You know, liberty and freedom and and personal choice and critical thinking, those were the bastions of of this country. Nowadays it's it's submission and and mindless entertainment and and smut. What has happened? It's it's sickening. Tyranny in this land is requiring that that some give up their lives, liberty, and happiness because they can't come to grips with their own mortality. Uh, they've been led by by terror or, or into a, a state of hypnosis, where where government corporations and, and the diabolic elite, they suck the very lives out of the populace. And now whether you're on the left or the right, it really doesn't matter. If you are one who has asserted your personal sovereignty over your, your bodies and and you've been resisting the, the, the tyranny of those immoral mandates, um, if you've been segregated, fined, imprisoned, locked out of society just because you don't want to submit to medical rape, I, I mean, these are real things that are happening now. And the the ideological divide is is no longer the, the D or the R. We're finding that a lot of hardcore people in, in government are, well, they're just crooks. We already knew that. But let's forget about that for a second. Let's turn our attention to our supply lines. You know, those those were stretched beyond capacity um, from ships, trucks, trains, to pipelines, power lines, causeways. All that was stretched to capacity before we even started this silly little be afraid of of a silly little cough. Sure, people die, but heck, you, you do die by getting in your car and driving to work got more chances of that in some cases (laughs) try walking to school in in some of these inner city places you got more chances of getting shot it's the stupidity of what we're putting ourselves through is nuts but our supply lines are, are they were on life support before but now two years i mean we're in year three of covid 
Think about that. We've gone through two years of this stuff, and we're in on our third year of it. This isn't going back. And look at what we've done. So, and on top of that, then we go into this forced termination of those who refuse to submit to the medical rape. And and that's meant that, that millions of households are losing income every month. But, you know, you can say, oh, poor them. But, hey, keep this in mind. Those millions are also not producing the gadgets, milk, crayons, microwaves, and, and meals that up until recently they did. They, they're just not doing it anymore. And then you add that mild but, but virulent Omnicrum brand of COVID that's been cutting huge swaths of, of labor from, from already crumbling economy. Uh, that means that our services, the factories, uh, critical care industries, <clears throat> they're, they're all developing major fractures due to the stress um, that this imp- the, the entire production lines of businesses and are, they're shutting down due to lack of, of parts or labor. This isn't good. Trucks can't get tires or windshields or this and that. And those trucks can't carry other things. I mean, do we see how everything is interconnected and now everything is slowly, the wheels are literally starting to come off? The goods and services part of the global economy is now slowly grinding to a halt. But then, then let's talk about the financial aspect of our nation, or our world for that matter. That's even worse. If we continue to add to the, the national debt, let's talk about our country here. At the current rate we have in the past few months, do you realize that if we keep adding at that exponential rate, by the end of the year, we're going to be adding almost a trillion dollars a month in debt. Think about that. It's not sustainable. We can't pay this back, but they'll get their money out of us somehow. It, 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 <laughs> there's not going to be some leave it all to, to the poor people moment. It doesn't work like that. The value of the dollar is evapu- like literally evaporating by the minute. Inflation is not transitory. It, it's accelerating. Our government does not have a plan other than to enrich themselves and leave the problems to somebody else. That's been their plan for as long as I've been alive. Those politicians are in, get rich, get out. That's it. Ultimately, no. I, I just don't see him up there fighting the good fight for you and me. <sighs> you know, it, it's so bad we buy our own debt because nobody else on the planet wants it anymore. Check out the Federal Reserve balance sheet. Yeah, that to our national debt. How much debt do we really owe? Unfunded mandates, liabilities, those sort of things. Well, you got to add that there, too. They all got to be paid if you say they're going to be paid, right? Where does this all end? Most major nations around the world have been deleveraging their positions out of the United States currency. 
the status of the United States dollar as the world reserve currency is, is all but officially over. And that reality is likely to happen this year as the financial collapse is near or already underway. That's, that's nuts. But the ambitious nations of the world, they're busy moving their chess pieces like their lives depend on it. While our feckless president struggles to complain about the temperature of his pudding and the mask of his servants being crooked because he can't even control when he goes to the bathroom. I mean, his mind is clearly gone. Yet for the crooks inside and outside of this country, it's time for a celebration. Think about it. I mean, there's nobody mind in the store. And anybody can get old Joe to sign anything. All you got to do is let him sniff your hair for a little bit and he'll just melt and piddle himself and sign his signature. It's just pathetic. But that's not a problem because we're number one in, well, I don't know. We have the most expensive military in the world. And as soon as they get back from neutering and sensitivity training, we're going to have their boosters updated so they can kick their butt in their $100 million belly landing planes that still don't work right. Yeah. That's, do we really even see what's going on? I don't even need to get in my military. Oh, it's, it's crazy out there. But those are just a few of the things that the people who are, who I don't know, have critical thinking skills left that, that they can agree on. I mean, most of us all agree that the politicians on both parties drove this wedge deep into our country. They were fighting for votes that didn't belong to them in the first place. And now the whole Western world is in steep decline due to this medical paranoia cult that is the icing on the cake of decades of dereliction of, of all of us. We own this. We did this. In some fashion, we all have some degree of blame on this. And if you shirk that, well, <laughs> you're one of those emus that have your head planted in the sand. Anyway, <laughs> we are all guilty in allowing this to happen. We've lived our lives. How many hours have you spent watching TV in your life? I'm asking myself this question too. <laughs> A lot. How many hours have we spent playing games? What about time on computer watching YouTube videos or podcasts? Sum all that time up. Put one big lump sum on one side of the scale of justice. And ask yourself another question. Let's compare some of this to that pile. How much time have you spent with your family lately? What about friends? Long lost loves, cousins, uncles, aunts. When is the last time you took a walk in the woods or by the lake or even to a park alone or with your family? It doesn't matter. What about a walk around the block? Just because. I say you, but again, I'm looking at me too. 
Humanity is guilty of doing nothing but indulging in gluttonous behaviors in one manner or another on an exponential scale. Now the bell tolls. Most of us can't even get up to answer the door, let alone the call of liberty. This is a hard thing to say, but it's got to be said. Of all the things I do, and all that I put into this effort to preserve liberty, do I do enough? Have I atoned enough for all the mucking around I did in my youth? I feel that judgment day is one day closer now, more than ever. Quite honestly, I do not see how the complexities of this civilization has managed to continue to function with so many gears in the system breaking down or flat out missing. Let's take it back to the beginning of the podcast now. Let's talk about that Joe Rogan for a second. First off, I, I hardly know about the guy. Um, I, I've heard of him for some time. I think he was a UFC fighter or something like that. Um, I, I've never had the pleasure of him listening to him until till recently. And apparently he's pretty popular. He's got more viewers than CNN. But I learned today, I was looking at these ratings for third quarter of last year. Uh, CNN, during primetime, can't even get a million people. They, they struggle to get eight, 900,000 people to watch their show. And this Joe Rogan character is pulling in 11 million people per, per episode, per show. You might be thinking, well, Tucker Carlson and all that got more than that, right? No, not even close. You can add a lot of these big names together and they're not coming as close to this guy. So what's his secret? Is he a big flame throwing fireball and and just, no, you know what? This guy's a straight shooter. He talks about facts about things. All sorts of things. Whatever people might be interested in. Left, right, doesn't matter. Just real people, real things. He gets real people to get to the bottom of real things. He doesn't censor this stuff. He lets people think for themselves. He thinks for himself. He comes to the table studied and knowledgeable about what he's going to talk about with, with who he's talking with. He does his homework. This is, sadly, the things that, that are missing in, in journalism. And yet, all of a sudden, some guy, UFC fight or something, I don't know, sorry, I, I apologize, I don't know a lot about him, but... I speak highly of him in the little bit I've seen of him. And boy, I wish we had more people like him. But anyway, I, I, I digress. He, he seems kind of a, a kindred warrior spirit with a knack for common sense. And I respect his tenacity to get to the truth of the matter, regardless of what subject he seems to be tackling. YouTube bans his videos, but does not kick him off because he's so popular. I mean, heck, when you're more popular than CNN, I, I guess, you, you get a little bit of clout to, to ruffle people's feathers and they still won't kick you off. I don't give it time. I'm sure they'll, they'll find a way. 
People on the left and right from our sort of people with common sense seem to like him. I recommend checking him out. Uh, we could definitely use more people like him. He's, he, he gets to the brass tacks of life, and I just like that attitude about people. Now on to, to his interview with this Dr. Malone. Now, now here's a deep state Defense Department asset who who was responsible for the development of the mRNA and, and DNA vaccine technology. Without this guy, this stuff wouldn't even exist. And, and he even received one of the pharmaceutical versions of his technology for this COVID thing, and, and now he's sounding the warning sign about what's really going on in the world. And, and for three and a half hours, he covered the in-depth, behind-the-scenes story of, of why more questions should be asked before we continue with the the greatest human experiment in human history. And and at at the very least, a complete pause should be considered on on vaccines to to all those who who understand the possible side effects. And and these side effects are like up to and including death. And and these are occurring at alarming rates. I mean, we have people across the world, top athletes, healthy children. Um, they're just falling dead. And, and this is after taking these new drugs that have been pushed on the market without long-term efficacy or safety trials. Come on, we're, so, we're supposed to be so much smarter than this. But, but I, I'm not even close to done yet. Okay, well, I'm, I'm getting there. Um, I apologize for the length of this. But let's get on to the amount of truth about society that was displayed in that movie, uh, Don't Look Up. That movie uses parody and exaggerations of our current flaws in society. And oh, they do it in such a beautiful way. And they do it to, to, to draw attention to that old false god they, they call climate change. And look, climate's been changing long before us and will keep changing long after us. And our percentage that we're really affecting this is pretty dang minor. Um, I think everyone looks, needs to look at our sun and look very closely. That's really what's causing a lot of things. And we're all about ready to get woke up to that. Literally. Anyway, um, <laughs> these Hollywood types are, are smart enough to see the possibility that COVID and the lies that are all around that are going to be exposed. And and that's that would ruin that neo-feudalism that the Davos crowd has been planning. And us lowlifes really aren't aren't on that good end of the food chain. And, and that's why we're going back to climate change. And that's why we're going to hear a lot more on the drumbeats of climate change. And as our store shelves run empty and we start freaking out, they're going to blame it on climate change. When things really start falling apart, they're going to blame it on climate change. But when everyone gets hungry, are they going to believe those lies? Will it matter to the drones of society when they are not getting fed? Will they start waking up then? I don't know. Those drones are prominently on display and in front of the few who have any reason left in their minds. Males have lost their manhood entirely. 
and and lack the ability to stand up for fundamental principles of society, let alone for even standing up for themselves. <laughs> and women have, have handed over their sacred gifts of nurture, sensibility, and, and stable uh, the stability of, of that they bring to the home, to to children, being there is there is nothing like a a child being raised by the mother. To boy, they just they have a much better outcome on life, and we're handing all that over um, to the machine of of labor and industry and indoctrination. All because some sexually frustrated, dysfunctional psychopath wants to feel normal about those who find their behavior appalling. So many mentally unstable individuals are believing that the rest of the world should accept their demented distortion of reality. The scary thing is, most of the people are oblivious to their precarious state. Society's on the brink, and, well, the Internet's still on. It can't be that bad, right? Uh, so for those that say that this year is going to be the year that we return to normal, many feel it in their bones that everything's going to be right as rain this year, and we're going back to the way things were before this madness started. I have this to say to you. You may be right. Really. But not in the way you think. Yeah, I think we're about ready to take a step back. But I think it's going to be a huge step back. I believe that the pride and arrogance of the soy boys, manly girls, and their masters are about ready to realize that they are not in control of this great reset. They're not in control of anything. None of us are. I offer a parting piece of advice. To those who are finally waking up or have been awake for some time, make sure you've got food, water, and essential needs taken care of sooner rather than later. All of the challenges that we are facing that I just touched on are exponentially evolving into one giant mess for humankind. And I'm only witnessing a fraction of the population preparing for the train wreck we're going to have this year. Anyway, normalcy bias on the unsinkable Titanic and the dubious behavior of those they entrusted their lives ensured that many never were able to come above deck again, even to have a chance to make it. That's no difference now. There's the look of fear in the look of some of the crew and elite on our ship. So you better pack an overcoat and head to the lifeboats. There's a chill in the air. And the musicians seem a bit nervous. It's going to be quite a story someday. Anyway, thank you. If you'd like tonight's podcast and would like to know more about me, the pamphlet, or our true history and how it affects us today, head on over to our website at www.thepamphlet.net. That's www.thepamphlet.net.
www.ebrd.net. Thank you for your support. If you like this, please share it with other people. God bless you, and God bless those who stand for liberty and freedom.